0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Slim Podcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and it's been some things. But this is this is the weird thing. It's like there's some news, but not as much as usual. And I've been playing more stuff and working on more stuff for y'all. So buckle up, get ready because it's getting crazy. But before we jump all the way in on this episode, I gotta remind you that my name is Slim Cognito. And you're damn right that I'm black. Now, here's the thing. This week, I have finally gone into the anime backlog and I have chosen what I am going to watch. So, I've whittled it down to two things. All right. One, I either pick up Attack on Titan where I left off, which is the beginning of three. Or two, I watch Psychopath because a lot of people have been recommending me. So, I might go ahead and just watch Psychopath. And even though I've been in, like, the mood to read some manga, I might go ahead and just n- knock out psychopath And it's been a real, it's been, boy, I, like, oof. I need me some good sci-fi shit. You know, I would love to have that right now. It would feel good. And we've been slacking on the anime. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna call myself out, all right? I've been slacking on the anime. But damn, have I been playing some video games. And it's been mixed feelings. Now, first things up. I've been playing more Serial Cleaner, and that game is actually fun, and it makes you want to get better and better at your attempts. But me being a perfectionist, I try to do the best I can on the first try, so that way when I do go back on my second playthrough, it's like, oh, it's not much to clean up here. It's will be pretty easy. You know, I've always been like that. And here's the thing. Serial Cleaner... Actually has a somewhat interesting story to it, to where I can't wait to see how it turns out, because something real huge just happened, Um, you know. And I want to know what the result of that will be. But as things unfold, it's getting better and better. And I just finished a stage that was stupidly hard, bro. Oh, my. I'm Matter of fact, I'm going to use that footage for this here episode, actually. So, yeah, it was stupid stupidly hard, bro. Oh my God, it was so difficult. But it was fun figuring it out because the tools that they give you are actually pretty good and you just got to utilize all the mechanics before you because the clever thing that they do, not only do they ramp up the difficulty with every stage, but they also uh, will take one mechanic out of a stage so you don't even have to worry about it and then bring it back after that stage is over. So you'll be like, hmm, well, I just learned how to distract the guards with the noise, so... This stage has none of that. But then right after that stage, you'll see that and the new mechanic that was just added, maybe two stages ago. So it's like pretty smart, pretty clever in how they do it, and they and they challenge you for recall skill. So loving it. Um another thing that I've been playing is I hadn't really touched Star Wars this, but I have been playing some more Critica online. And the experience of Critica is weird. The biggest thing that goes against this game is that it's old as hell, alright? And my biggest problem about his age is not the graphics, it's not the art, it's not the load times. Hell, it's not even the frame drops. The consistent frame drops is not the worst part to me. Worst part to me is there's only so many enemies that they can put in each room. So the mobs are always small and they, they give you the ability to party with up to four people. To the point where... If you're playing with a certain class, you can clean out all the mobs solo or the majority of them and nuke the boss and the other three people will not play the game. So it's basically a go through the motions Well, fuck it, I'm not really playing a video game type of uh, thing that it gives you. So pretty much I find myself, you know, just going from room to room. Which is why I came to a new realization that I don't really think I want to stream this game because if it ain't fun for me to play, I don't think it'll be that fun for others to watch, you know? So when a multiplayer experience is a one-man show, I don't really just like see the benefit of a multiplayer experience at that point. Um, Which is one of the things that DC Universe Online really did well, their, their number cruncher was meticulous on making sure that if you're playing a raid or any type of instance, Every bit of HP that each enemy has and each mob has is evenly, it's, it's, it's directly the amount needed for the amount of people in that party. Meaning, if you are doing a four-man raid and one person leaves or AFKs or dies early, you're going to feel that extra work that you got to lift, all right? It's going to get significantly harder at that point. But if all four of them are there, then it will be moderately normal to, you know, so, it, it, that's, that's one of the things I like so much about DC Universe Online. I think I experienced... this one of those MMOs that a lot of people don't give credit because not only was it American-made, but also it's about superheroes. And I think it doesn't really get the recognition in the MMO world that it deserves. And and But I don't really like down a hill for that argument because I haven't played an insane amount of MMOs. But I know people who have, and the main thing that I see is the same thing that I hate in Assassin's Creed game. Big map, run over here for fetch quest, talk to this person, talk to that person, talk to this person, that person, and then just back and forward, back and forward, back and forward, checking the list and doing chores. As soon as I feel like I'm doing fucking chores in a video game, I am turned off completely. I'm completely turned up, my dick shrivels up, and we lose all sexual tension right then because... I come to games for an experience that I cannot get in real life. This is why I game. It's not why everybody games. I'm not saying this is how everybody should game. But the way I game and the reason why I game is so I don't feel like I'm doing what I do on the clock at work or what I'm doing every day at home for house upkeep, what I'm doing. You know, anytime in life that sucks, I don't want to mimic it in game. right. Like, if, if, if this is a video game, and you have the choice to create anything, make an entire digital world, and give someone an experience, the last fucking thing I want to do is fucking busy work. I don't want to do that. That's one of the reasons why it's hard for me to get back in Genshin, but I know how hard it is to quit them shits, because them type of games are made for you to be addicted to and to keep playing them. I don't want to keep going back down that argument, though, but yeah, as soon as I feel like that's what I'm doing then I immediately realized my self-awareness is, is and my immersion is gone, and I realized right then, damn, this is not gameplay. This is busy. DC Universe, however, you fast travel to wherever the fuck you want to go for free. Your locomotion and open world travel is open world from place to place, and it's fun to do. You get to these places. There's fully voice-acted missions, NPCs, everybody you talk to, they don't waste your time, they directly get down to it. You finish that shit, you gone about your business. There's no wasting your fucking time. You get to your level cap, which ain't no high ass arbitrary number, but actually is a reasonable number, and you get there. And when you get there, the real game starts with the end game, you start doing your instances and raids. You can't beat that. It's made for people who, don't, who want to MMO, but don't wanna know life to MMO, you see. And that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I didn't fall for the Warcraft Warcraft craze. Because I respect the Warcraft fandom completely. Because their lore is amazing. Their games have been amazingly produced for years. But it's dominated the market so hard that every other MMO was a failed clone of Warcraft. And I feel like if I did get into Warcraft, when I tried to at the age of 14, I would be a fucking even worse shut-in than I am now. You know? And that's just me saying what I would end up. Not anything wrong with you guys, because I've been to the darkest of the depths of the internet and done some of the worst in terms of being a shut-in. But I probably wouldn't be able to function as I do now if I had gotten the World of Warcraft. So, yeah, it's just... It's just... Too much for me. But um, as far as Critical, the only reason Critical appeals to me and then I play it more than what is because the quests, get, getting new quests and completing them is so streamlined and you can do it all at one NPC is one of the biggest selling points. And the fact that you don't have to directly travel from dungeon to dungeon is like a you know a, 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 a sets of dungeon in each area, you know. And they're like annexed off, and that's pretty good design, in my opinion, even though it was possibly designed that way for memory limitations of phones because it was made for phones. But, um, still, I say, my humble opinion, that's a superior design, superior design than the usual MMO design to date. Because, boy, if I had to play one of them MMOs where you had to actually travel on foot to get to the next town. That type shit, boy, I wouldn't be able to tell it to kiss my ass fast enough. So, yeah. Either way, let's move forward. We in the, we are coming toward December with the Santa Hat seat. Might as well start Photoshopping now. Get ready and get your clicks together. And NNN is almost over, boys. So, we're going to roll right into December 1st. And I hope y'all take care yourselves out there with this PS5 buying because the scalpers are going crazy. Still... And to the point where eBay had to step in, if eBay had to step in, now, if eBay has to step in to stop these scalpers for uh, buying up all the PS5s and preventing others from purchasing with uh, most likely using bots or DDoS attacks in order to hurt the traffic for other, you know, people who just want one for their children or for themselves, not only are they doing that, but also reselling them for like $1,200 on eBay, this is going to be a big issue if eBay has to step in. Simply because if you are a part of any system and that system has to police your use of that system because you're abusing it too hard, then whatever the consequences of that that falls on you and everybody else that has to suffer is not only your fault, but oftentimes it never gets back to those good days. Meaning one bad apple spoiled the whole bunch. And this is an issue when it comes to a lot of people who make a living doing reselling and running online stores for resale on eBay. So... I really don't want this to make a turn for the worst, and I hope if they do, since they are stepping in, that they will only focus on those who are taking advantage of people who want to buy PS5s. But there's no reason anybody out there, even if you have the expendable income, to spend $1,200 on a PlayStation 5. Just wait for the next line of manufacturers to print new units and get one at MSRP price. Okay, get your, it's, it's a $500 and $600 console. No, excuse me, 400 and 500 There's no reason to pay more than double, all right? Please just be patient. There's only like about five games available to play on it right now, and it plays all your PS4 games. Just play your PS4 for now and wait for new PS5s to come out, and then they will stabilize the market. The price will not be so inflated anymore, and the most that these scalpers will be able to sell them for is maybe around $100 or more over the msrp so please be weary about that do not fall for that another thing to look out for is people are actively posting pictures of a ps5 and telling you in the description that they're selling a picture of a ps5 and hoping that you don't read it and just sit up and buy it for like 900 bucks and you'll get shipped a. A printed picture of a PS5. This has been going on since the Wii U. Please do not fall for that. Read your descriptions and make sure that you are wary of these people. Okay, because the latter, the the former were actual scammers, but the latter are just people who are scamming but they're trying to be memers but the issue with the meme is that it works and people are actually buying these pictures of ps5s because they have to jump on it and they'll be impatient and they realize way too late that they bought a piece of paper and didn't know it so um there's been many many results and people have and ebay said that they're cracking down on people who've been posting pictures of ps5s and trying to get rid of them because it's an outright scam and it's a um, selling to people under fraud and I don't disagree. However, I don't want this to get out of hand. Plan itself. Next on the docket, we have PlayStation reportedly censoring PlayStation 5 users on Twitter. So for those who um, are familiar and those who are not, a uh, quick recap. The, since the PlayStation 4, there's been a feature where you could take uh, screenshots or video footage that you've recorded on your PS4 or 5. And there's going to be a new feature on the PS5 where you could take those screenshots and not only post them to twitter like you could on ps4 but also they're going to censor what you say before you post it and this is a problem simply because when you go this far to try to police people it's only going to make them want to do worse number one and two these type of censoring systems never work simply because if you've ever played any type of chinese or japanese mmo where they try to censor the chat, the simplest things get censored for no reason. Things that get misconstrued as a slur or some type of profanity, and it will be censored for no reason. You could say a word, two words, and the first word would end with, uh, um, oh, I don't know, an A, and the second word, uh, or AS, and the second word would start with an S, and it would censor both words because it looked like you were trying to type the word ass and that's a terrible thing texts cannot do it because they try the best to uh, combat against people just tighten the uh, profane typing the profane word and putting a space in the middle which ruins and breaks other words that are not profane words and typing words and putting like a punctuation and all these other tricks like we've done all these tricks before in older MMOs it's the oldest trick in the book so and they try to combat against that and it does not work and it never will work and they have to stop worrying about that what they need to focus on is making their games and making sure their OS is running right instead of trying to police social norms that's not their job they need to calm down I don't know why they're even doing this, and the fact that they they can't say it's for legal matters or for image matters either, because for legal and image matters, all they got to say is, well, this feature is based on the individual that used the feature, therefore, is their own words that they chose to post, and it is not upon Sony, the party of Sony, nor is their fault. So I don't think it's for any legal reason. So they can't use that excuse either. But I still find it dumb. Next on the docket, over on Game Debate, written by Stuart Thomas. AMD smart access memory support comes to the B450 and X470 motherboards. This is huge because me being a B450 motherboard user, it's not exactly necessary uh, for me to uh, you know really consider this because one, it's an unofficial BIOS update and two, smart access memory is mostly useful for GPUs with a greater amount of memory. I have a six gigabyte VRAM. So it's not that necessary, but um, I'm pretty much using all of it capable. It's not really necessary, but the main thing with uh, Smart Access Memory was uh, supposed to be for um, cards to use all of their uh, Access All Memory available on the GP And I understand that. However, in use of this and the way this here goes... I'm confused as to why this is just now becoming a regular thing and why only AMD has been utilizing this technology. Like, what's been happening? I thought NVIDIA was supposed to be cutting edge or at least up on the up and up. So, yeah, I, 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 couldn't, I can't really fathom what it is. It must be something else that's beyond my depth in terms of uh, GPU knowledge and hardware uh, integration. But uh, I really feel like this is something that should have been done long ago. And uh, I'm going to be asking some questions and doing some research and try to find out more about this. But as it stands, I feel like it's a huge oversight that this is something that's been exclusive and so belated. But anywho, this new feature... um well, based on the Zen 3 architecture as well, and the next-gen Radon RX 6000 series graphics cards, during which they revealed a new technology known as Smart Access Memory, which allows the CPUs to access all memory available on GPUs. Unfortunately, this tech was only available when using the holy trinity of the latest AMD hardware, Ryzen 5000 series, the Radon RX 6000 GPUs and the 500. But now some unofficial updates have been released for the B450 and the X470 boards and will allow support for Smart Access. Now, of course, at the end of the article, they did also note that um, AMD is also planning to work with both Intel and Nvidia in order to bring the Smart Access Tech to their hardware by letting Intel CPUs work with AMD GPUs and Nvidia GPUs to work with AMD. So basically, people been out here building their machine. I've been hearing so many people saying they've had an Intel team blue on the CPU and team red on the GPU um, at times and then there's been some who's had um, team green on the GPU and team red on the CPU so it's like wait okay just to clarify team blue CPU just means Intel CPU and team red GPU just means AMD GPU. Your team green is NVIDIA when it comes to GPUs, and your team red in CPUs is AMD. Now, I've been i I've seen plenty of builds and, and known some people who've had builds that mix and match all of these combinations. I can't say or recall if they've had any issues with these combinations, but um, apparently NVIDIA is also reportedly working with Intel to create their own Samtech, uh with uh, Smart Access Memory, Samtech to work for NVIDIA and Intel hardware combos. So it's, it's exciting on paper and very interesting for a performance boost. And um, if we've been gimped all this time, by mixing these brands, which is weird, knowing that some of these brands only make GPUs and not CPUs, then hey, what can you do? Ease with it, ease with ease. So yeah, I feel like it's just a part of it. anyway, moving on, Red Dead Online to be released as its own game in December, article over on Polygon, written by Nicole Carpenter. And basically, just to summarize this very heavily and quickly, they, the blah, 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 the player base for Red Dead Online 2 is basically huge it's is, is big but not as big as gta 5 but there is a loyal and consistent player base and what they want to do is keep them alive and they're going to make red Dead redemption 2 a separate story mode that you can purchase while the online is a standalone and let's see it's going to launch for five bucks on a ps4 and the pc and xbox one Available on PC via Epic Games Store, Rockstar Games Launcher, and Steam. And basically, you could just play the online if you want. Or you could just go ahead and get the full game. Which, I like that. I like that a lot. So, yeah. Um, It makes sense for those who want to, uh, can. And those who don't, don't. Those who don't want to, don't have to. So, I don't really see any L's in this. Um, Plus, it's pretty cheap, so... If it's someone who wants to play with a friend, five bucks will give you a fun time. So, yeah, there you go. Next on the docket, and finally, Twinfinite.net, Stating, now y'all know the Game Awards has been coming, and the first one so far that has shown everything that it has to offer was the Golden Joystick Award. The Last of Us Part 2 is Game of the Year, of course, and the winner's list is thus. Now, of course, we cannot be surprised by The Last of Us Part 2 being Game of the Year. I think it does deserve it, but damn, there's a lot of different, um, how can I say there's a lot of contenders that could have been or should have been uh, contenders on that level, but just not many. And it's a shame that they didn't win, but it's not a surprise that The Last of Us Part 2. So here we are. Sometimes it's just a matter of your game came out the year that the big game came out. And that sucks. Because uh, Hades was pretty fucking... Um. So yeah. Anywho's, let's go. Best Storytelling. The Last of Us Part Two best multiplayer was Fall Guys, which I don't exactly agree with. I say that Among Us was a much better uh, multiplayer because it challenges the games in a different way rather than the usual. And, uh, but Fall Guys was more accessible and way easier for a wider amount of people. So, it was simple. Uh, Visual design, best visual design, The Last of Us Part Two the best game expansion, No Man's Sky Origins. I agree, that game came all the way back from trash mobile game of the year a lego builder's journey best audio the last of us part two best indie game hades agreed um still playing award minecraft which baffles me to this day um best studio naughty dog esports game of the year call of duty modern warfare wow best new streamer i'm surprised that esports game of the year is not like valorant or something but i guess valorant won. but anyway Best new streamer broadcaster. I am Brandon, my boy. Shout out to my I am Brandon. I I do follow him on Twitter and do respect his works. All right, love to see it. All right, Black and LG. Let's go. Best family game, Fall Guys. Best gaming community, Minecraft. What the hell? Best performer, Sandra Saad. Sandra Saad. Okay, excuse. Me. Uh, as Miss Marvel in Marvel's Avengers. Breakthrough award, Fall Guys. What? What? Why is among us not getting no love anyway? PC Game of the Year: Death Stranding. Nice. Best Gaming Hardware: The NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080. Hall of Fame Team Seventeen. PlayStation Game of the Year: The Last of Us Part Two. Xbox Game of the Year: Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Nintendo Game of the Year: Animal Crossing: New Horizons. And Most Wanted Game: God of War: Ragnarok. Critics' Choice Award: Hades. Ultimate Game of the Year: The Last of Us Part Two. So yeah there you have it and it's 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 interesting actually because you can't exactly how can i say you can't exactly be mad at the list but i do if only if it was a little more varied that'd be nice but anywho let's move um basically what i plan is to get into some i want to finish up cereal cleaner and star wars and we're gonna I'm leaning towards Psychopaths already. I could tell I convinced myself in the first 10 minutes of this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and watch some Psychopaths. And that's my intention and plan. I should probably stop telling y'all what I intend to do this week. So I won't let you down next week. <laughs> but, you know, I'm too real for that. Either way, let's move on and let y'all know where you can find me. So go ahead and check out the whole channel. You know, if you like, um, if you like the, um, Truth Is series, I'll pump out more. If you would, uh, rather recommend some other type of content, that'd be cool. And if you like the podcast, go ahead and give it a like, you know, and if you enjoy the channel and you want to support, then go ahead and hit subscribe and, uh, leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. Also, we're going to be streaming some, what should I stream? Cause I don't, I, I'm not really, I'm not what I can do. I might just stream, I don't know. I, I need I need a multiplayer squad. I, I I need I need a group of multiplayer. I wanna I wanna do some more Remnant from the Ashes too. I'm um in the midst of looking for some people to play with right now actually, and um, I'm perusing through the Texture Life uh, Discord to see if I can find some people to play Remnant from the Ashes with. But um yeah, let's get out of here. Let's not drone this on. Basically, just be on the lookout. We got some stuff planned, and uh, hopefully it's going to be good. And, y'all, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgivings, and I hope you enjoy your upcoming Christmases. Stay warm, stay bundled up, stay happy, stay healthy. And always remember the channel motto, intentions are the most important, actions ain't nothing but loud, and words don't mean a damn thing. Take care of yourselves out there, and peace.